0: Hallelujah. Hebrews 12. And I want to continue on this divine advancement topic, divine advancement. And this morning, if I was to subtitle it, I would subtitle this, We Shall Overcome. Look at your neighbor, say, Neighbor, you know you're an overcomer. Look at another neighbor, say, Other neighbor, you look so nice today. You know you're an overcomer. Come on, declare it to him for real now. Don't lie to him. Hallelujah. Hebrews 12, 14 through 17. And it reads, Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau who for a morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterwards when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance. Though he sought it diligently, Tears. I'm gonna stop right there. Who sold one morsel of food and sold it for his birthright? Thank you, man of God. Beautiful. I want us to understand that as children of God, we have a birthright. We have an inheritance. Somebody say inheritance. You can just turn me down just a little bit, just a notch. We have an inheritance. And one of the things, thank you, one of the things that you have to understand is as a child of God, somebody say, I have an inheritance. Uh, I I, I want you to get that in your spirit because until you realize that you have an inheritance, you don't come to God with understanding what's yours. The maturity of, of, of a believer is when you start to change your language towards God. I know my child is maturing based on what he's starting to say to me. Yeah. yeah. God knows that you're getting him based on what you're starting to declare to him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. See, God knows that if you really understand what I have for you, you start declaring some things over yourself, over you, and knowing what you already have. Which means you're not always telling God that I'm sorry for you. Listen, you're over that. You start declaring God because it is a birthright of mine. Yeah. Come on, I have a right! To be provided for, Amen. I have a right to be. Come on, see, see the problem is you don't know your rights. Yes. I have a right to be healed. Yes. I have a right to be delivered. Amen. If you don't know your rights, how in the world are you going to declare them? Amen. Yes. Amen. So you have a right to some stuff that you didn't need to start understanding. I have an inheritance. And the Bible says you are an inheritor of His promises. You are. You have inherited as a son of God. You are born again. So if you are born again, it's an inheritance. If somebody left you an inheritance, it's yours. And so God wants you to know, depending on the level of grace that you have, to start declaring your stuff. Somebody said, "I want my stuff." <laughs> Come on, I, I want my stuff. I, I I don't know what's going on in my life, but I want my stuff. I, 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 my children supposed to come back. I want my stuff. Uh, my my, my finances supposed to come back. I want my. St- come on, some of y'all y'all better grab hold of this this morning. If you can grab it, you'll take it. I want my stuff. It's interesting how the devil handle you uh, uh, handle you all crazy, but the way you handle him is so lightly and polite. Speak. He's not light with you. You got to learn how to tell him some stuff. I want my stuff. So you got to understand that you have an inheritance in God. And the Bible says that Esau sold his birthright for something of the flesh. I want to ask you this morning, what are you selling? Because you don't want to submit to the consecrated alignment of God for your life. Are you submitted to the consecration, mechanism, and mandate for your life? Or are you selling what's yours for what the flesh wants? Y'all better hear me this morning. We gonna, Y'all ready for this this morning? Sometimes what we don't understand about the flesh is causing us harm on how to manifest in the spirit. The fact that Jesus told you to stop looking at the flesh is, 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 is proof that you need to understand that the flesh has a desire, a will, to do something, to take your eyes off of what's important. Amen. That Jesus don't want to save the flesh. The flesh is the flesh. He came to save your spirit. something in you. So we have to understand that the flesh, if you want to write this down, the flesh has its own mind. The flesh has its own will and intent. That's why you say, don't you walk according to the flesh. Watch your eyes because the flesh will is a pleasing, it's a, it wants what it wants. One of the things that we got to understand is you stop trying to correct the flesh. You will never correct the flesh. Watch this. You can submit to God and crucify the flesh. See, the problem we keep trying to do is correct the flesh, not crucify it. Oh, Jesus. Let me say that in the camera. The problem we keep having is we're trying to correct the flesh and not crucify it. So when you're misinterpreting, correcting for crucifying, you're always trying to fix what cannot be fixed. You're trying to fix something that only can be crucified. crucified. So why we losing the flesh is because we're trying to fix it, not crucify it. My Lord. Oh, My Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> so he said uh, Esau sold some stuff that, that, that he was his birthright. Didn't say that uh, Jacob didn't have a birthright, but he wanted Esau's. Are you offering stuff that's yours? Somebody say, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. See, see the problem is, we got to understand, it is ours. God said, all things are yours. Now, the problem is, is getting it before our time. That's why we're going to talk about maturity in just a second, because... It's not that it's not for you, it's not that even you you judge yourself of what's your time, because the problem some of us is you have the time, you're in the time, but you're still judging yourself based on what you think is your time. Let me tell y'all something. If you can see it, you can be it. If God gave you the grace and the instructions, somebody said instructions. How I know it's mine because he gave me instructions. Start this way, start doing this, start doing that. If you got instructions, you got grace to go do it. Amen. So now I ask God, what did you, you, you know, what do I, no, he gave you instructions to do it. The problem is the fear of man, the fear of the unknown, the fears of stuff that comes upon you. Do y'all know there is no spirit of fear? I know through church that the spirit of fear. And I know the scripture that you just went to. For God has not given us a But that's not what he was talking about. What he was saying is when I sent my spirit, it wasn't a fear. He wasn't saying that there is no spirit. He wasn't saying there is a, a spirit of fear. Because the reality of it, it was a spirit you have to get it cast out. He didn't say you got to cast it out. He said when you're made perfect in love, it would automatically come out. So, there is no real spirit of fear. There's fear of man, there's fear of the unknown, there's fear of stuff, there's fear of, 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 of this. Are y'all getting me? So, God is, is, is trying to get us to understand that, listen. I have an inheritance that I'm trying to bring to you, and we're talking about divine advancement. And for us to get to advancement, we have to understand the, uh, the the structure that God is trying to bring us into. What He's trying to do. Number one, I want you to understand: if God is for me, nobody can be against me. Right. I need you to understand that. If God, listen, God orders your steps. Stop calling your steps always devilish. It's not always. There are certain steps that God is trying to bring you through to take some stuff off of you. Are we hearing what I'm saying? So, just like the prodigal son, sometimes we're trying to take from God with the, without divine instruction what's really ours, but it's before ours. Which means if you keep trying your way to get what's yours, You're not prepared for what to handle out there. And you become a slave to what you were supposed to conquer. And God don't mind. He still had open arms, had the ring ready, had the jacket ready, say, just come on back home. But I, I need you to understand the importance of maturity, matriculation to maturity, the maturation to maturity. It's very important that you go through the structures. You know what's so interesting about believers? We, we pray for where we want to go, but when it's time to walk in the instructions to get there, we're not interested, not realizing what we're praying for, God has got to prepare you for. If I put you over a 500 uh, company, a million dollar company right now, are you, are you able to handle that? Your million dollars is in the management, the stewardship of understanding how to. Yeah. You want it, all right? Come on, let, let, let me let's switch positions real quick. No, don't tell me you're tired. I know it's six o'clock. I know it's even five o'clock. I know. I, see, don't tell me you're tired. You got work to don't tell me you don't want to pray. You got, it. oh Jesus! See, sometimes God has to deal with us in our solical place with the carnal space that we're still holding. Because what He wants to bring you into this is about this is about your inheritance. Let me tell y'all something. God bringing Israel out wasn't only for salvation. If that was the case, why are he, you why he doing all that like to get them to a promise? Right. Right. If it was all about salvation, he could have just took them out and said, be saved, boom, everybody done, everybody go your own way. Yeah. Yeah. He took them through tests, through tests, through tests, for a purpose and a promise. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you something, you're going through for what? but see when you misinterpret God's intentions for you you misalign his yeah. you misalign the moments Amen. that were supposed to grow you that's why he said be be a, uh, be a uh, good cheer, be a joy when you go through various trials knowing that the come on y'all come on church knowing that the testing of your patience. produces what patience, patience. perseverance And when, watch this, and when you learn to do that, you are perfect. You made complete. You're not lacking anything. Which means when you're going through trials, trial wasn't there to knock you down. I told you, we're we're learning how to stop just putting out fires. We got to learn how to stop being reactive and start being proactive. Come on, the devil is not going to control the temperature of what I do. I gotta go do this problem. Your whole life is just dealing with problems. So if you're dealing only with problems, how in the world are you gonna access some stuff? Wow. Come on, I'm gonna do more than putting out fires. As I put it out, I'm about to bring the light. Come on, I'm about to make the light shine in darkness. I'm about to, I'm about to make the devil mad that I woke up this morning. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you trading your consecrated mandate for fleshly desires? And I'll go deeper into that because I want you all to understand something. Listen, your life belongs to him. And the flesh has its own will. The problem we're having right now is we don't understand the flesh, the soul, and the spirit. Somebody say the flesh, the The soul, and the spirit. spirit So you got the flesh, the soul, and the spirit. Now I want y'all to understand something. Even Adam and Eve, the Bible says when he made them, uh, 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 he blew into them and they became a living, not spirit, they became a living soul. Which means they had to learn. That's why God had to visit them periodically to teach them what they, they didn't know either. Why well, I'm here, what, they have the same questions? Why am I here? What am I to do? And so God used to visit them to show them. But they had no a uh, perspective for sin, wrong. They didn't know, they didn't know, watch this. They didn't know if there's even a possibility of wrong. There's no consciousness of it. There was no consciousness of wrong, okay. so everything that God said was right. Because I don't know what, what to do. Yeah. So when they saw, when Eve saw, somebody say saw. saw. When she saw, now I want you to say something about the flesh. The flesh loves to be tempted by what it sees, what it sees, what it hears. Now, what did I tell you? The flesh have its own what? Wheel. So now, I want you to understand, the soul, the soul loves intellect. It loves to uh, intelligently take information. It's, it's there for information. That's why the Bible says that Eve saw the fruit. Watch this. And then the serpent said that this will make you wise. So the soul loved that. So the soul was interested. It has its own mind. It wants information. So the soul was like, ooh, oh, I can know more than what I, I can, not knowing that you are everything that you. Uh-oh, I just, I, I, if y'all got it. Could you be looking for something that you don't even know you have already? How many of you are looking for what you you don't even know that's already in you? You, you have this treasure in what? In earth? So the problem with us is we keep looking outside of earth and vessel. Yeah, yeah. Alright, we got a lot to get to. Let me let me stop slow walking. Y'all ready? Alright. P- pursue holiness. Pursue holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Looking carefully, at least no one short uh, falls short of the grace of God. At least it would have been springing up, causes of trouble, and many become defiled. One thing that we have to understand is holiness starts with Him. Say that with me. Holiness starts with him. The Bible says, for the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the what? And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. If you are led by the spirit, you are not under the what? Law, not the works of the flesh, are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lawlessness, adultery, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of uh, wrath, selfish ambition. Huh? Wait, what is that? Oh, selfish ambition. I will just it sure. <laughs> <Decension>, heresy, envy, <laughs> murder, drunkenness, revivals, uh, and like, and which I tell you before, and just as I told you, in time past, that those who practice, those who practice, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, uh, self-control, there is no law. And those who are of Christ have crucified the flesh and its passions and desires. Which means the flesh has its passions and the desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the... If you live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the... So the problem with us is, we cannot crucify what we have not understood about the Spirit. That's why when you are saved, you're an infant in the Spirit. There was a tree of life, which means you can grow in life, and there was a tree of death. God wanted them to stay with the fruit of life, so they can grow up in life. When you are reborn... This is why you got to be careful of judgment. Because just because people we born don't mean their soul is dealt with yet. That's right. That's right. Their spirit is saved now because God, first they were just soul and body. Right. But when they came saved, the spirit came up. Yep. Discipleship supposed to, their spirit supposed to train the soul for the body. Your body does what the soul tells it to do. The devil knows he cannot deal with your spirit directly. He can't just come to your spirit. He has to tempt your flesh for the soul. Because if he can get your flesh to desire something, then your soul wants to know something. Oh, y'all better hear me. Come on. See, curiosity does kill the cat. Because the problem is, when I see something, I want to know it. Sometimes... Information in the wrong place is your greatest enemy. Mm. What did I tell you, on Mastery? Sometimes you're focusing on the wrong thing too long. Rather than focusing on the right thing that could bring life. Trying to bring, trying to beat darkness, trying to beat darkness, it will never happen. You don't beat up darkness. You out light, you, you outshine darkness. That's good. Oh, y'all better hear me. Yeah. We're too busy trying to beat up darkness and kick it out. You don't have to kick out dark. darkness. Darkness is going to be here whether you like it or not. Yeah, right? Now, what you can do is start outshining it. Yeah. But the problem with us is we're still trying to fix, fix a flesh that cannot be fixed. It only can be... Crucify. Let me tell you something. Every limit that you have in your life is based on how you perceive the flesh. Say it I'm going to make y'all think this morning. Y'all ready? They're like, I'm already thinking. Even the limits that you put on yourself is according to the So how we're going to crucify the flesh, come out of the flesh, we got to learn how to grow in the spirit. Now we got to talk about growing in the spirit. Somebody say grow in the spirit. Grow in the spirit. One of the things that we have to understand about growing in the spirit is the spirit of God. There, there, There is the spirit of God that comes within and there's the spirit of God that comes upon Now, the Spirit of God is the anointing. When you spend, uh, when you are uh, united with the Spirit of God, that is the anointing that comes upon you. There's the anointing that comes within, and there's the anointing that comes upon. Somebody say the anointing that comes within, within. and the one that comes upon. The anointing that comes within is the salvation that you believe in Christ that comes upon, excuse me, (laughs) that it is within you. The Bible says, uh oh, did I lose something? Just, there we go. The Bible says, and I will pray to the Father, I will give him another help, and he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world could not receive, because either sees him or knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be what? He will be what? John 2, 27. As for you, the anointing which you have received from him dwells what? So there is the anointing that is within. Yeah. That's good, That's good. Jeremiah, I have anointed you beforehand. I, I, I know you. I knew you. Anointed you, prophet to the nation. So I have an anointing within, and then I have an anointing upon. The problem with the anointing within is you can you can quench him. Somebody said, I can quench you. See, what two two can't what two can't agree. What two can't walk together and agree. How, how can we walk together until we what? So the, the problem with quenching the spirit, sin, willingness, rebellion, unrepentant pride. A pride person never repent. So un, unrepentant, it caused us to not see. What God wants us to see. Are oh, you hearing what I'm saying? So the anointing that comes within is the very thing that we need to understand that will build us to, what we, to the maturity that we need. Somebody say, my anointing is within. My anointing. Somebody say, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. I'm anointed with the Spirit of God. That's in me because I'm saved. And then there's the anointing that comes upon. Somebody say the anointing upon. upon. The anointing, I thought I put it through. The anointing that comes upon is for the work of ministry. Somebody said the, the work of ministry. The anointing that comes upon, it comes upon you for your divine ministry. Your What God called you in your license and place of ministry. But the problem is... Is if I construe the anointing that comes upon for the one that's within. Why we don't grow as Christians? Because we don't know how to access and grow in the anointing that is within. Why do I say anointing within? Because if God is with me, I, I I'm rub- something is rubbed off on me because it's within me. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Now. Until I learn to grow up in it, I won't transfer that to my soul and my body. So the problem is, prayerlessness, religion, unfiltered, is not allowing you to grow in the spirit man. with body, soul, and spirit. Until you learn how to grow in your spirit man, you won't learn how to transfer your soulless man. Everything that you're deciding right now, your logic, your history, your past, all that stuff that keep coming to mind is coming out of your soul. And it's translating to your body. But if you don't learn how to desire God in your spirit, you're going to continue to allow your soul to lead you in your body. We think an opposite. And because we're more religious, because we're saved, we know some scriptures that we throw on top of our soul and we justify our flesh. But we're still immature in our spirit. When God is saying, I'm trying to grow you in the... So the spirit will override the soul... And crucify the body. And now you're at your purest form. The problem is. Why we're not seeing the manifestation is. We have not learned. How to allow the spirit. To deal with our soul. And crucify the body. Somebody said, grow in the spirit. That's why I say. When you walk in the spirit. Learn how to walk in the spirit. You will crucify the flesh. There are no other instructions to crucifying the flesh, which means any time you try to justify to do anything other than submitting to God, resist, oh I gave my scripture away, resisting the devil, you will never crucify the flesh. So what we need to do is repent from saying, God, I'm going to get it right the next time. Because even you're saying, "God, I'm going to get it right the next time," is saying, "I will get it right the." So if you still have an "I" in it, you're telling God that I know how to do this. We sin. watch this? We sin, and because the Bible says, Paul said, "Listen, I understand, I was more a sinner than you." If you want to judge sin, let's judge sin. But what we got to start understanding is, it is not you looking at sin that will bring you to repentance. It is the love of God that leads men to repentance, the Bible says. It is the love of God that leads us to what? It is the love. It is the love. Which means until you understand that God so loved the world that he, I told you, the problem is you done got a wrong diagnosis. All your life, you've been told you got to do something to get Him. Yes, yes. You don't yes, do enough. You don't, yes. You're just not working enough. So every day you're trying to work to get to a God that said, "I already accepted you." Oh, y'all better hear me. You already accepted in my beloved. The problem with us is, is we because we keep looking at our sin. The devil knows if I keep you in consciousness of sin, you will never see Him. The only thing that's holding you back right now is your conscience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If I ask you right now, what is holding you back? Everything will always point back to what you did. When Jesus came and, and, and he took away what you did. Somebody say, I'm giving it to him. I, I, I'm giving it to him. Come on. I, 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 I You know what? I, you know what? You're right, God. I cannot do this. You know what? I've cycled in this for year after year after year. You know what? I try to be right. I try to talk right. I try to act right. I just can't get it right. But you know one thing that I do know? That because you are right, I need to learn about more of you. See, God has your life in his hands. And what he's trying to say is, why don't you follow me and stop following you in the world? If you run after me, you're going to find life. But if they keep you following you, you're going to find death. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Those who still try to save their life, God, I'm going to do it right. You're trying to save your life. You don't mean no harm, but you want to do it right. You know what you tell yourself? I know better than you. Are y'all ready? You know why we feel that? Because we say, I know better than this. You know what the reality of it is? If you knew better, you'll do better. Right. But watch this. That's not even a condemnation. What God is trying to show you is the fact that you do it. It shows that it's a reflection that you need more of me. Because the Bible says if you continue in sin, you don't know God in those areas. So the reality of it is, I don't know better. I might, watch well, this, I might want to do better, but it doesn't mean I know better in this area, which means I don't know the law that's still working in me on this. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. There is a law in my members yeah. fighting against the spirit of life. Uh, the spirit of death is still working because of the law. So teach. The law of sin and death. Hey. So when I make mistakes, I say, God, get this law out of me. <laughs> see, see, you need to start saying, God, get this law out of me. I, you know why I, I cycle? Because I still got that law in me. Lord, get this law out of me. I, you did not die so I can follow the law. You died so I can follow your love. Oh, Jesus. You didn't die that I had to follow the law. You died because I can follow your love. He said, you know what? They don't even understand the depth, the width, the height of my love. For you who are not in mastery, I'm going to say it again. The the harvest is plentiful, and the laborers are few. We don't have a harvest problem. It's not that people don't want to come to Christ. The problem is they're not seeing the Christ. And the only way they can see the Christ is if they see the cross on you. But the cross on you says, I am not... the cross on you supposed to say it, that sin was dealt with. The blood dealt with all of it. That's what the cross is supposed to be. That's Christ theology. They're supposed to say, when I look at you, I don't feel condemned. Yes. When I hear you, I don't feel condemned. There's something about you that I can give my heart value to because you don't judge me like they do. You never told me to go do something. You told me to learn how to be loved. I said this on, 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 I did a Facebook Live. Y'all pray for me because those things are kind of hard to do. <laughs> you know, I like the real interaction. And, um, Jesus, I don't know where to go here. I, I said this. We don't have a problem giving. Let me flip that around. Our giving problem, giving to God problem, has to do with our receiving from God problem. Yay. If you haven't ever, ever heard me say, you only love God because he loved you first. Somebody say, I was, loved first. I was loved first. So the anointing that God is trying to get to you. First, you need to learn how to build the anointing within you. Somebody said the anointing within me. So the spirit of man in you only grows by communi- communion with God. If you abide in me and my word abide in you, you shall have. That's why I say, go to the room, pray, and you will be rewarded openly. God is trying to build your spirit man in you. Does that make sense? He's trying to build your spirit man in you. Because until you allow your spirit man to be built in you, the anointing within you, you won't perceive the anointing outside of you. Let me tell you something. The anointing that comes upon you for the work of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are ex- exceptions that he used when the anointing is not built within them. Those are exceptions. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is, he wants your, com- your anointing to be commensurate within and without. Yeah, man. Yes. So when I move it in you, you're not having to ram, ram it up. <laughs> Rev it up. See, God dealt with me one time. He said, you always talk about revving it up. It's time for you to learn how to live. I'm tired of you revving it up. I want you to start living and walking in it. Yeah, I, say, you know, I love it. i got to rev it up. You know. But he said, no, no, no. See, you still trying to yield to you sometimes. you still taking it all sometimes. Stop trying to rev it up and learn how to walk in it always. Because when you build your spirit man within, You don't have to rev nothing up. When you see somebody in the store, I don't have to rev, go pray for two hours to go deal with that. I just walk and say in the name of Jesus, come out of her, come off of her, be healed, be delivered, be set free. Why? Because I've learned to build my spirit man. I walk with the anointing. Now when the anointing that comes for the work Most of us, God can't entrust us with the anointing that comes for the work because our soul is still overriding his spirit. (laughs) What if the answer you've been praying for somebody was supposed to come through you, but your soul keep overriding what he's trying to say? in that that day, it will come to pass in that day that the burden will be taken away from your shoulders. Isaiah 10, 27. And his yoke from your neck. And the yoke will be destroyed because of information. Oh, see, I'm testing you all Because of knowledge of of the world. Because because of... Because I said the right thing. The, 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 The yoke... Off of your life and a people's life will be destroyed based on what? The anointing. Which means, if I have not built a personal anointing and I'm trying to go deliver a people, your words are not powerful enough because of what you didn't do personally. You quenched him. For the carnal self of your daily life, and when you're ready to rev it up, now you're trying to bring something where there is no but the secret of the anointing do you know how they bring anointing? They take the, 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 the olives and they press Jesus, they crush it until they're See, the problem with us is let me ask you something, how much are you willing to be crushed? How much are you willing to submit to God? Some of us, preach. Oh my God! God is still trying to crush you. Preach, preach. But the danger is, you keep perceiving it's the devil. Not knowing, it had nothing to do with the devil. It could have been God trying to turn your face. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, as mature, and when you mature in God, the devil is not a problem. Do y'all know the devil never was a problem to Jesus? Yeah. If the devil was a problem to God, that would make, watch this, that would give the devil some kind of awareness in God that says he got, he got some type of strength. Do y'all know God looks at the devil like a little ant, like a child can snap, snap an ant. So the only thing that he has over you is your awareness of what you do wrong. Do we cast out devils? Yes. Do we crucify and all that stuff? Yes. But I want you to understand something. As we mature in God, it is not the devil outside that's trying to do what he's doing in our life. It's us not coming to the knowledge of who he is that will always give us the instructions, the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that we need to regulate life. Alright, somebody says the anointing, you cannot rub, salvation is one thing, growing in the spirit is another thing, let me, let me help y'all understand, when you say you don't know everything about God, he just said you believe, you confess with your mouth, you believe in your heart. What you just did is turn your life. You just said, I don't. I, I. know I can't go this way. So I turn and I start putting my trust in you, whatever that means. So what happens is whatever that means starts to have to be discipled into learning who he is. And as you start to learn who he is, the truth of who he is becomes the manifestation to override what the enemy is trying to do. You would never watch this. And the, you will know the truth, and it will. The only freedom that you have is what you're not holding yourself over what the enemy is doing. Let, let me let me say this. It. It's the lack of knowledge. Yeah. Do you know? He said you don't perish from anything else but lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge of what? To, to God. Not lack of knowledge of life. And that's how we think is lack of knowledge of life. No. Mm. Your life is a reflection of the lack of the lack of knowledge in Him. Mm. Uh-uh. That's why Paul said, with all that, I do y'all know he was a great scholar. Yeah. He said, with all that I know, all that still, all that I may know you, yeah. in the power of your resurrection. And in the fellowship of your suffering, what are you talking about? When I learn how to suffer right, I learn how to be raised right. See, now we've got to get to a hard place. When I learn how to stop opening my mouth when somebody says something to me. When I learn how to stop clapping back. When I learn how to say what you don't understand. That's why I did that. Because, no, 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 no. When you learn how to crucify the flesh. And get on the cross and say, if God be before me. I am not going to allow this to take care of me. What's killing you is you're yielding to what the flesh want to do. He said, present your body as a what? Present your body as a what? Okay, so why do you present your body as a living sacrifice? What he's saying is because I can't get another sacrifice. Most of you thinking it's what you're saying that's a sacrifice. No, 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 no. The proof of your sacrifice is what you're doing, not just what you're. He sold a morsel of uh, his inheritance for some flesh. You're not really fasting until God has designed. you. I want you to pray at this time. Yeah. God, that's not my time to pray. Yeah. There it is. There it is. I, I want you to fast a little bit. See, y'all don't know this stuff. There's instructions in the Bible. Yes. We think it's optional. Yes. I'm going to leave y'all alone with yeah. that. I, I want you to fast a little bit at this time because you, you don't understand the perversion of how you do stuff in your daily life. Mm-hmm. Watch this. It's of the flesh. You think it's because the way you perceive sin, you're not sinning, but you still Ah, let me come out of that. You thinking because the way the way you the Bible says anything that is not of the spirit is of is of flesh. It's sin. Now don't go into condemnation with me. I'm trying to show you something. Because God doesn't hold you to the sin of what you don't understand. Although it might be said, he just don't hold you to it because you don't understand it. I'm gonna say it again. Although you're violating something, you're not. Watch this. You're still justified, but something in you, around you, your body is still being violated. So good. Wow. Just because I don't understand it, don't mean it won't it won't break. Excuse me. Let me say it again. Just because I'm not judged for it, don't mean it won't break. So, so he say, you still holding the terms to where you are supposed to be led by the Spirit. Yes. But you come out of church, and you put on your face, and you take off your church face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you, come, come, c- 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 can we be honest? Come on, rev, you gotta rev it up. See, see. The problem with us is we still close. I know God got me. I'm, I'm, I'm putting that on myself. God got me. Listen, he, he's saying, I'm tired of my Christians trying to wrap it up. I need somebody that can live this day-to-day, step-by-step, that I can entrust them. Well, I don't care whether they're at the mall, and they're in the line, and the lady with the, the clothes, and they say, you know what? I see God said that your, your, your latter days will be... Greater see, see, greater works will he do in your life. See, God is looking for somebody that can be a voice. That's not stuck in their mind. of You know I did wrong. Why did I do that? You spent the whole day talking about why you did, did the wrong thing. Because we believe if we're sorrowful enough to tell God, I'm going to do it right the yeah. next time. Do y'all know God? He's still still smiling and saying, that's so precious. But although it's precious, I want y'all to understand saying, the currency of God is faith. Uh, uh, uh. I know it was precious that we don't understand, and I'm trying to get y'all somewhere, because what we'll keep thinking is God is going to deliver because we, we meant well, but we don't do well. The currency of God is faith. Which means, even though that crime is, is because I don't understand, I still need to get to a place of understanding. That because he, that's why he said, if you don't get it, you need to get to somebody that's in right standing with me that understands. And when they pray, oh, Jesus, mm-hmm. Preach somebody said anointing. Until you learn how to walk in your personal life and build the anointing within, you will never get to do the work of God without. That's why stagnus, stagnant. I'm gonna make a word already. Stagnicity might be in the dictionary. I write the dictionary make words all the time. Uh, right. I can make yeah. more, huh? <laughs> That's why being stagnant is not of God. That's right. Because even God is always moving. Yeah. And when he sees stagnants, when you see believers that don't, that, he's saying, what, what's going on? What are you selling yourself? What are you telling yourself? And why is it okay that we can stay there? I'm, I'm, what are you afraid of? Wow. We are afraid because we can shun our cord eye when we come to Sunday service. But on Monday, when God said, I want to spend some time with you, we shake it off, we put our clothes on, say thank you for Jesus for this day, and we walk out to our right day. When God is That's why today in our church world it's very dangerous because in America especially you don't need the anointing to preach. Oh Jesus. Now I want you to understand something, this is not, not, this is not to say look at them, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is God did not create you to only hear uh, hear good stuff. That's why Paul said, I did not come in, 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 in wisdom of man. I didn't come in, in eloquence of speech, of man's wisdom. What he was talking about, mens wisdom of the testament, of the word of God, of stories. That's why pastor don't preach stories. Because you don't need a story. You need to know how to deal with your home. You need to know how to deal with when you're going through. You don't need a story. But this is what Paul said. That's all good, pastor. But how do I fix this? You don't need anointing today to preach. Because there's no expectation for anything. We come by obligation. We do things by obligation. We join the ministries. We join this. We join this. But we know organizational structures. But when it comes to the spirit. God is said, I need you to show up on the scene. I-, I-, I need you to understand why I need you to come into the knowledge of me. Some of you like, I want to grow in my gifts. But I, the, the reason why Pastor don't start with gifts because I need you to grow in him first. Amen. Because if I teach you gifts without knowing him, you can use the gifts. You know what I told and my wife? Y'all, and my wife is growing so well. I, I, you know what? We, God is doing so much in our life. And, and, and we had a good conversation. And I, and I was sharing with her. It, see, what people don't realize, when God starts showing you stuff, you become dangerous. And the danger is pride will tell you it's you. So one of the mature things to do as you grow, and this is for everybody, you've got to learn how to humble yourself. Amen. Because just because you see don't mean you always have to put everything out. you got to know how to steward what God is telling you to steward. Just because you know, t- 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 you start seeing some stuff. You're going to, listen to me, from what you're getting, you're going to go to the job. You're going to go to the family union, and you're going to know some stuff. But you're going to be tested in, Yeah, I know, yes, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 rather than learning how to submit yourself and allow the grace of God to move you into the right facets to give them what they need to hear. So good. So good. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So, so growing in God comes with learning to steward what he's saying when he's doing yeah. Because one of the things you've got to understand, everybody's not always ready for truth in the first place. Jesus. No, that's, good. that's good. All right. Good? Preach the word. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Last one. I'll get you out of here. He mm-hmm. said the anointing. Somebody say the anointing. Are y'all understanding the anointing? The reason why we're not moving in the facets that we're supposed to be moving is because we are not growing in the anointing. Now, the thing about the anointing, watch this, watch this. The anointing can be spent. As you grow, you grow commensurate with anointing, and you grow commensurate in spirit. As God is growing you, watch this, in your prayer life, in your communion with him, in your consecration with him, he's growing your spirit, and while your spirit is growing, the anointing comes upon. Excuse me, it's within. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now let me explain this, alright? Sometimes even as you're going is within and upon, you're going through ministry, as God brings anointing upon you, that anointing is supposed to be spared. Wow, mm, right. That's good. All right. That's good. I remember, and I'm, I'm going to be so honest with y'all, it was years ago. I was praying, I was at a, a, a conference, I believe, and I was, I was still growing in God. And, 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 you know, I had a lot of zeal. I had a lot of zeal, faith like nobody. And I'm praying. I said, God, I want, I, let, let, let miracles happen. Lord, I want you to touch these. I was praying over single mothers. And I was, I was just praying, Lord, and he said, I'm going to come. And he said, I'm going to come. And, and I told them the to line up. they lined up all over there. And then I said, and, and I was waiting on him to come. I was waiting on him to come. Do you know you got to wait on God to come? I was waiting on him to come, and he came. And because it was new the way he came, watch this, it hit me so hard, I took it all. So I'm sitting there taking it, and I didn't know at that point this is when it's time to release it. Sometime, your brain will struggle, you take it, that you're supposed to release. That's why he's trying to mature you before you're going to. The thing was so strong, I couldn't even stand on my feet. So if I would have released it, boom, boom, God would have touched it. Yes. But I waited till it was done and then I touched them. Oh, oh, come on. We all yes. learned that's, that, that's, that's why you got to learn what you're doing. Amen. Yes. <laughs> God wants to come for the people. It is not about what's going on with the people. It's about what we understand, how to give them to the people. But when our souls are not trained and developed, yeah. we take it for us. Ooh. And we give them the leftovers. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm give y'all one more. That's it. That's good. Um, Mastery be wearing me out, I don't yeah, know what y'all, I'm y'all be doing. To tell. I, you know, I'm just, I'm going to do Hallelujah. <Mastery>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> So the Bible wants us to learn, therefore submit to God, James 4, 7, submit to God. Somebody say submit to God. Submit to God. If I can tell you one thing in today, for you to overcome, you're going to have to learn how to submit to God. God knows what you deal with. God knows what you struggle with. The problem is you keep telling him you're going to get it right next time. saying you don't understand, and you don't know how to get it right next time. Mm -hmm. You only can learn how to submit to you. Submit, resist the devil, and he will flee. You do what to the devil? Do you know you cast out the devil, but you can resist the devil? Mm -hmm. You don't have to rebuke the devil, you resist him. Somebody say resist him. Are you trading with the. Are you trading your inheritance because you don't know how to resist? Do you understand what I mean by that? He said he traded it because he didn't know how to resist his flesh. God. Y'all ready? Come back to my church. God! <laughs> Oh, you calling me to this, but I gotta watch my show. Ah. <laughs> Jesus! Come on, Pastor. God, I know you're calling me to this, but you know my children are crying. Like yeah, um, God, I know you. I'm supposed to be writing this out, and I know we're trading. Oh, see, I lost all of y'all. Wait, where y'all What's go? Are we still in the building? We are still trying to justify <laughs> why we can't. Jesus. I hear you, Father. So uh, see, what the corner of mind say, what are you saying? You, we're not supposed to take care of our family. See, that, that's well, what no, I mean. See, no. the problem is you still, oh, still telling uh, you still telling. Mean, I told you I, I didn't want to go there. But please, I love you. I promise you. See, you still want to say, you still setting it up. What you trying to say, Carl? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself. <laughs> I, you know you know, because the, the mind of the cord, the carnal mind, the flesh don't want you to it's against the spirit. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. It is not that it's not just you, the flesh is saying it's more to you to no know you. Yep. You okay watching that? Yes. Every day, like I knew I should've, I knew I should've, I knew. So I knew I should've. Year, after year, adds up. after year, preach, preach. So I trade my comfort. Yeah, that's it right there. I, I trade my inheritance for comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Say, God, you understand. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And you know my heart. I like that. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm not telling you to be anxious. I want you to hear me. Because you have to know what God is releasing you in the season that you're in. But what I am telling you is God is never going to let you stand still and stay in your same cycle of life. Listen to me. You are not a cycling Christian. In everything in the mind of God, I don't even care if you got a job. God is looking at how he can can advance you in there. He is never letting you stay where you... God is an advance... Oh, Jesus. That is the good news. He wants to advance you. Mm -hmm. You are the head and not the... I am not allowing you to look like a tail in front of them who do not serve me. I am not allowing you to look like a tail in front of them who do not show. See, God has an attitude about who he is. See, some of you are so prideful about your last name. Mm-hmm. We are the Menards. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. You know, when my, my son played basketball, you don't, do, you don't do what they do. We train you differently. Mm-hmm. We got to understand. Y'all know I love my son, But I don't let them get away with a lot of stuff when it comes to certain things. You know daddy just gonna spawn like that. You know, it's a love there, but it, you know, it helps him to grow. But but there's an attitude because that's we we're not gonna just ball up and and, and be like everybody else. See, 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 see you're you, you still praying with everybody else. God is trying to say, I'm trying to bring distinction to you. I'm trying to show you how supernatural you can be. I'm trying to show you your advancement. But the problem is you keep telling me what they have and what they have. Well, you don't know they have 10 degrees. You don't know that they have, they have favor. God said my favor with who I am when I come to you. I will bring you favor that you've never seen in your life. That's why he say he uses the weak things. Yes. To comp- How many of y'all feel like you're weak? The problem with you is you still need to learn to submit in your weakness. It's the fact that you can trust him in your weakness that he said, I gotta use you. <laughs> yes. It's yes. the fact that you can't do it in your own strength, that yes. he said, I gotta use you. It's the fact that I don't have the possibility in my strength. God, you know I, I come from poverty. I come from brokenness. You know what they said to me. You know what they did to me. Yeah, that's good. And when you learn to trust me, I got to use you because when I use you, I show them that it wasn't about the working. It was about. Ooh. It was about you can do all things through me. Mm-hmm. That gives you strength. Mm-hmm. I never told you to trust in you to try to do it. Yeah. What are you limiting yourself in because of what you feel your qualifications are? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when I saw my name in the Bible, I said, that is exactly why. I am because I'm ready to take some stuff out. <laughs> Y'all yeah, feel no real bad. I, I go to the top of the mountain. I'm, I'm not. Because you know what? When I find out who I am in Christ, yes. when I found out that I don't, I don't die, I'm eternal. Yes. Why would I allow... A, oh, Jesus, so see, I'm... A, Why would I allow a momentary feeling, a momentary fear, a momentary something deal with my eternal being? Yeah, yeah. That's good. Those children are hungry in time. That that family is broken in time. I need to wake up and see and smell the coffee. For the joy that was set before him, he endured. Jesus endured for the joy that was set be- before him. Let me ask y'all something. What was the joy? <laughs> say it. Say it. Go ahead. Say it. Yes. For the joy that was set before him. He did what? Endured. The problem with us is the reason why we don't endure. We don't see nothing before us. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Now we're getting into something. Hallelujah. That's why he said it. They're going to come to me saying, Lord, Lord, didn't I do all these things? And he said, that was good because I, I had the anointing come upon you. But the reason why you didn't grow the one within you. Mm. Jesus. Mm. The one within you is what's supposed to brought the manifestation of me. Do you understand? See, we think because we feel presence. yeah. That is the end of all. When God is trying to bring glory, he's trying to bring knowledge and understanding, wisdom, and understanding to your life. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? For the joy that was set before you. You can put it on something, I'm done. Like God is one that sees you. Are you still trying to make a name for yourself? Mm. Or are you willing to go through those doors to see what's behind those doors to fix what I call you to fix the fact that the enemy keeps us, our eyes stayed on him do you understand that he's trying to trade what God promised you yeah. for what he's trying to promise you <laughs> so that's good. why he took Jesus on the top yes. of the mountain yes. Jesus I know what you want. And you can get it just like this. Just submit yourself to my will. And many times we keep submitting ourselves to a will that we don't understand. To something else because of what we don't understand in Him. Rather than learning to submit to God and say, Lord, Teach me how to walk in your way. Walk in you 24-7. Yeah. You know, one of the things is you got to stop. you got to break out of the fear of man. <laughs> Some good. of you are too afraid of what people are going to think. That's forget good. people. I don't mean forget people in the negative. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Yes. I, I don't mean. Listen, we're here to, to save people. But what I mean from the standpoint of what people say, forget that. Have you ever noticed that when you did the right thing, the ones that did the wrong thing always come back to you? So they talked about you, but when they went to go run after their own lust and desire, they had to come back to you and say, okay, you know what, you were right. How are you flowing so well? God wants to give you wisdom, knowledge, and understand beyond your, your capacity. But it comes by humility. And then he said, your light will shine and the glory will come upon you. I don't have to make my name great because he already wants He already making me great. Some of you have to come up into the authentic you. We we've learned to be everybody else. We don't know how to be us. Are yes. oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? People are always try. You need to do it this way. You need to. do That's not who I am. Be the authentic you, and the ones that God called you to are going to come to you. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? It is time. For you to walk into advancement. Throw down the layers of fears, the layers of discontentment. I don't care where you come from. I care about where you're going because of what he's already done. Stand to your feet if you can. The Bible says in Revelations 21, 7. Click that last scripture for me. Uh, right there. He who what? He who what? Overcomes. Shall inherit. What do you mean inherit? He's saying it's already there. But your inheritance had to do with your overcoming. Yeah. He who overcomes, inherit how many things? Oh. How many things? Oh. So, what do you want about them? That has nothing to do with them. It has to do with your overcoming. God just had them in position to hold a position for you. Uh, we wouldn't be trading our days for uncertainty. I'm going to say that again. If we only knew what we had in God, we wouldn't be trading uh, our inheritance for our comfortability. The world is looking for you. The greatest deliverance that you'll ever have is knowing him. Because when you learn to know him, there is nothing that can take you out of him. Your anxiousness of the world is because our lack of submission to him. I'm going to say that again. When we're anxious in the world, it's because of our lack of submission to him. He said, be anxious for nothing but in everything. You know what's so interesting, and I'm going to be so serious, but I I want you all to hear me. I don't want you to hear long. Some of us can't even pray past 5, 15, 20, 30 minutes. Let me ask you all something. Are you different when God comes than when you're in corner? so let me ask you something. How much more if you learn how to, if I'm with my wife and I'm spending time with her, we know each other. I, I don't even have to, we don't have to say anything. We just know. What What if you get to a point where God, he said, I don't have to say anything, son. You already, yeah. oh, Jesus. See, there is a point in God. It's not what I say anymore, son. It's whatever. You, yeah. you shall have what you say. consider what Moses had to say, what you think about these people. Mm -hmm. It's because we still have trust in the flesh. (laughs) We want to access spiritual realms with flesh. And God's saying, I can't allow that. This is why. As soon as the paparazzi hit you and start to talk about you because of what you know, As soon as crucifixion comes, as as soon as persecution comes, you're going to turn on me, Peter. (laughs) Peter, I know you love me. I, I get that. But as soon as you don't see what you don't like, you're going to turn from me. Instead of growing up with me, you're going to turn from me. So I need you to go through these moments with me. Stop getting off track. They said, if you're still quarreling and fighting, you still have desires that are in the flesh. Yeah. If you're still fighting people, you still, you still don't understand we don't walk. We are not warned against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Why are you still fighting flesh and blood? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. We don't fight against what? Flesh and blood and blood. But you still give them the response that you want to give it. <laughs> you clap him back. Well, I'm sure they you keep showing them and the situation gonna show you because if we don't understand that you can't beat flesh with flesh flesh want to do what it wants to do it's only when you bring the spirit into play that the flesh has to submit that's why most of you when you start to understand that nobody can be God See, you didn't even hear what I just said. Man can't beat God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, the problem is you're still not looking at yourself with God. You know why people are hard to to to, to talk and, and 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 to agree with? Because you still don't understand that man can't beat God. They can beat you, your flesh. Yeah. Watch this. Even watch this. Even in relationships, marriages, they don't fight God. uh Oh, y'all still like me. <laughs> They will fight you to the end. No, you take out the trap. No, you don't do this. No, you don't. <laughs> but when you bring God into play, yeah. They say, see, you're just too good. I don't I just can't deal with you. You do all that love stuff. Because he say the love. I take out the My challenge to you this morning is to learn to overcome, learn to overcome with the spirit, and you'll learn how to crucify the flesh. Remember, the flesh has its own mind. You cannot fix the flesh, you cannot discipline the flesh, you have to crucify it. If you didn't hear me ever in your life, you know what's so interesting? I wish I would've learned this stuff years ago. Yeah. I wouldn't have spent so much time trying to fix my flesh. Yeah. God, see, I'm gonna do right today. You are trying to fix the flesh? I'm never. Gonna, no, 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 no. Why you not trying? The fact that you're not trying is will you will you will do? Let me tell y'all something. Trying is not being. You don't know what they did to me. I tried that. Okay, the fact that you tried that, you never became that. We lose because we're still trying. Mm-hmm. We're not learning to be, because be don't change, but try will, depending on the situation. Because when people know you're trying on them, they won't they won't respond because it's fake. Wow! It didn't come from the heart. You're just trying. You're trying to see if that works on you. Wow! So let me show let me show you. Your try don't work. Oop. All right. let, let me show you your trying don't work alright let me come out of here I want to challenge you to not try to fight with the flesh but submit to God and crucify it don't try to fight with your flesh submit to God and you will run to crucify him. and watch God accelerate you into who you are. The majority of people who have not come to God is because they're still trying in their flesh. And nobody told them that they cannot beat the flesh. So they try, they try, they try, they really mean what they really want. That's why you gotta be careful judging people because people really try. But the problem is we reinforce trying in the flesh. Well, because you don't, you don't do this right. You don't go to church right. you don't, No, that's wrong. Yeah. That is wrong. They need to learn to see him first. And the first way they can see him is seeing him through you first. Mm-hmm. Somebody say, I'm the first person they're going to see. The light. The light. Yeah. So learn to put a smile on your face. Learn to get out of doubt yeah, and uncertainty. Learn to stay in the joy of the Lord. Even